0: But recording na siya ala na naklikur na That's it.
1: <laughs> it's either that or they don't want the other people to think that they're PG. I said <laughs> that term. It's, it's not a good.
0: <laughs> it will be log. so you'd have regrets after ordering it. <laughs> Maybe that's the same reason why I cannot really say that I'm superstitious. What I do have is anxiety.
1: <laughs> I was, I. I I believe a lot of times in action. Why? Never ending. Still there. I
0: mean, they are. There's a good chance that that TV show would last for at least two more decades. (laughs) Uh Quick questions. Fresh episode every Sunday. Okay. So for this one, we're going to answer ten questions that are very Filipino, (laughs) so these are just random questions that we listed for Mm -hmm. us to answer in this episode. So who wants to start? I'm going to choose one from my list and I'll take question number four from my list. How many godparents does one really need? (laughs) Because Filipinos are known to have like many godparents, I don't know for some reason
1: um do you know how many godparents you have?
0: I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, you would have official godparents, those who actually attended <laughs> the ceremonies in the church, and those who were simply asked. <laughs> to be how your much? informal godparents. So I don't really know how many I have.
1: Same here. I think I do have, like, legit godparents that aren't are really that present in my life. Maybe later on. I don't know.
0: So they're but... just godparents on paper.
1: <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know. Hi. Hi, Nina. How are you? Maybe
0: not even in paper. <laughs> but is Hi, there any written, like, requirement? from the church Um, with regards to the number of godparents that a child should
1: uh, have? uh, I think I do remember... I'm not sure where I read that.
0: Okay, so I quickly Googled
1: it. Five. It's supposed to be three, right? Yes.
0: Traditionally, Christian children have three godparents in total. In total. Mm -hmm. Though they can have as many as the parent wants. mm -hmm. Girls usually have two godmothers and one godfather while well, boys have two godfathers and one godmother. And but one there godmother. is no hard and fast rules nowadays. Mm. So that explains it. So but, most yeah. parents make a business out of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's because they would want a safety net for their kid. They would want a safety but They were supposed
0: I mean, to guide the child.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure now how. Not they financially they support I mean, at some point, I was able to really become the Nino of one godchild, at least because he's my immediate nephew. <laughs> but for. for the rest, hi kids, I do have a lot to you know make up for. Hello.
0: <laughs> I have one, and I can intend to keep it that way for a long time.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next question.
1: Why do Filipinos ask, have you eaten? <laughs> right after greeting a visitor. <laughs>
0: it's, it's the only answer I can think of is because Filipinos love eating. Filipinos love food and we are very hospitable.
1: It's like a greeting. It's it's a template. Like if you were just like a visitor, because you're a friend of a child that's living in the house. Like, oh, come here. You should eat. Have you eaten yet? Come here. And then, if there's any real food, then it's really hard to say no. Uh
0: huh. (laughs)
1: And if there's no food, um, they would even buy food. Uh, Mm -hmm. Okay, let's get some bread, get some coke, cook pancit canton, even.
0: (laughs) Also, what (laughs) are the typical reasons for going into someone's house? Because for Filipinos, normally, it's Mm -hmm. because of a celebration. Somebody celebrating a birthday, a graduation, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Events that involve merrymaking and food.
1: (laughs) So it's, it's a sort of habit now, I think. And we do really love to eat. Like, we do have the normal, regular three um, meals per day. And that's a lot of snacks in between. So, yeah, at yeah. any given time of the day, if there's an excuse of eating, they will
0: eat. I wonder, though, if there are people, Filipinos or non-Filipinos, who would ask a different thing. Like, how are you? Have you had enough sleep? <laughs> Are you okay?
1: <laughs> and someone would break down? No. <laughs> like that Are you having fun is.
0: with your life?
1: How's your marriage? I no, no. know. Would you like to sing karaoke? No, that's different. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Although that's the spark of a typical celebration in Filipino communities. I mean,
1: uh-huh. karaoke
0: would always be there.
1: <laughs> okay, no,
0: no, no, no. I'll do the next question then. My next question would be why do we keep a pale and deeper in the shower
1: <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, um i think um uh, a scene from a movie is what i um instantly thought of it's from the movie enchanted disney movie enchanted and the okay.
0: um,
1: lead character giselle was really amazed because of the shower because where does the water come from so it comes from the pipes i mean maybe because we filipinos are really used to Uh, fetching a pail of water from the pozo, like pumping out Uh the water. And that's where we got it from and really stuck with that tradition. And if we do have a shower at home, that's a really, really great advantage. But there's a huge difference between shower and really just maximizing the use of water to take a Mm -hmm. shower.
0: Another interesting possible reason is the water scarcity in Metro Manila. Or and sometimes it renders showerheads useless when you do not have like a good supply or a steady supply of water, so you'd probably end up um, yeah
1: yeah we do storing well,
0: water yeah. somewhere. <laughs> than using your shower. We you
1: have um, tanks on some villages, like a water reserve of some sort um, in some houses, so small tanks, big tanks in a <laughs> village. So, in case there's any water shortage, they can use that. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, we Filipinos you know, do really have a way on accommodate crises such as water scarcity. So, yeah, you're
0: right. So I, I'm yet to meet a person who can explain to me their logic around installing a shower and a faucet under the shower. So there, because sometimes when, when let 's say you buy a new house, you just find it there it 's already there. It was not even your decision it 's just there. there because every Filipino shower has that, so i 'm yet to 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 meet what a developer or whoever who can explain to me the logic behind it
1: I mean when it comes to small units in condos, if you don 't really have like a place for laundry. They can utilize their bathrooms and do laundry there. I mean, you really reduce really the yeah, shower. That's a mm-hmm. So that's, that's uh, a
0: good I reason of that. Mm-hmm. Like having a faucet in the shower. Okay. Next question.
1: Oh, okay. okay, this one. Why do Filipinos leave food on the plate, or it's what we called the last piece?
0: <laughs> mm, I think it's our <laughs> form of courtesy.
1: Really? I do have this memory with my um, office mates. Hi guys! And we were in a Chinese restaurant and there was that last dumpling and we kind of... Nobody wanted restaurant.
0: to take it. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. And it was really a, a very, very delicious dumpling and everyone was staring at it and it was like, okay guys, it's the last piece. <laughs> <laughs> who you want to have a go? Do we fight for it or what? And everyone was hesitating to speak out. <laughs> And then one, I'm not sure if it was an agreement that, come on, let's be practical. Let the one person that really wants it to eat it, and that's it. No <laughs> more. <laughs> There's nothing significant about that last piece. But we still keep on wondering why is that such a big, I don't know.
0: Well, I'm not that into food, to be honest. So it, uh, it kind of comes you of natural uh, you eat it. So it just I mean, even in parties, let's say uh, the host is asking me to to eat more food, etc. I'd be the first one to uh, ask the person to actually also enjoy the food that he has. Supercate for the part. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's still part of being hospitable. Uh, as guests, equally hospitable guests, we feel obliged to make the other person also feel that they should also be enjoying uh, what they have. So, I don't know.
1: So it's like a sort of, the word that I'm thinking of is nagkakahiyaan. Uh, and they're just really um, in the process of overcoming their embarrassment to really get that last piece. It's either that or they don't want the other people to think that they're PG. I said those who don't know that term, it's, it's not a good <laughs> not a good um, <laughs> well, set of words.
0: It's <laughs> like, yeah, something applicable to a group of people who don't know each other that well.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. for guess, depends like, on the close
0: friends, I think, I don't know. I cannot really perfectly if explain it.
1: Someone that really likes the it has to be yeah, so ingrained into
0: in Filipinos that we can no longer explain why it happens.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I guess uh, since it's the last morsel, I forget the term that we used, but in the end, since you did mention the scenario of if you guys know each other already and there's a last piece, eventually I think at the end, oh, a friend of ours, of, well, of course, we're a group of friends that really, really likes to eat food. Um, he got the last piece. So. And really oh, good oh, friends also, would even really fight to food. <laughs> 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 will understand and like, go ahead. That's, uh,
0: next. For my next sense. question, it would be, <laughs> does everything really match with Sinangag and Itlog? Because we have okay, like uh, what? How many variants of silog <laughs> available?
1: Silog. There. Uh-huh. So can you explain that sinangag is like a rice? Fried rice. Um, it could even be
0: plain rice with, I mean, fried in yeah. butter. But some would like put vegetables or whatever. But if you're going to visit your typical mm-hmm. karinderia or tabsihan, okay. you would find just plain rice, maybe fried in butter. And then, sunny side up. You know,
1: th- there is that word that you mentioned, Tapsilog, by the way. So, your question is a log, right? So, yes. any other dash silog combination? So, is anything... Does
0: everything really top? match with it? Because but we yeah, have Tapsilog, we have yeah. Long Silog, log Silog,
1: Spam log? There's a
0: Spam Silog, There's Spam right? log, yes. Oh, but sometimes it's smiling. it's not really Spam. But... <laughs>
1: Oh God and you can get it as cheap as 60 with the sunny side up
0: and well, we depends it. it depends on the place i mean yeah.
1: 60, some yeah.
0: some eatery would offer it cheaper some would be yeah, more yeah. expensive it's it also depends on the ingredients that they are using for it
1: i don't know I mean, but i think it's
0: one of the cheapest meals that you can afford out there so can you I'm think of on one dish that wouldn't it be a good fit for sinangag and log.
1: Squid! <laughs> squid? Why? It's odd. <laughs> I don't like I mean, it's, bang silog is good. The fish is cooked differently, but how would you mix the so-called, I don't know, is that really even meat of or, or, or some sort with squid and uh, silog?
0: Dried squid? Back in 2012, when we traveled <laughs> to Ilocos, the first thing that I ate in Ilocos was...
1: Uh-huh. What's that? Oh, squid,
0: Squid. Really? It I
1: forgot about that. That was like way back when. No, in the first place, it was crab sigug. And I thought it would be a better match. And then squid log <laughs> crossed my mind. But then again, okay, fine. I think my,
0: my best guess would be... A dish that will not perfectly match silog, mm. um, something that is soupy. So I don't, I haven't encountered any place that offers something like sinigang, sinangag and log. Yeah. Although I don't mind having silog and sinigang on the side. But sinigang on the side.
1: They won't
0: offer it in like an eatery or any what. Yeah yeah, because it can be messy. <laughs> ah.
1: You have everything
0: in the plate. Yeah,
1: but I if you're going I'm to
0: put it in a bowl and you have a separate plate for your sinangag in it, I think it will still...
1: Yeah, yeah because this is the purpose and you won't really appreciate sinangag or the fried rice. It's a tongue twister.
0: Have...
1: <laughs> no Sinigang
0: sinangag in it, it will be sisilog. <laughs> so you'd have regrets after ordering it. <laughs>
1: Okay, it's my turn. Okay, so we've had a lot of food.
0: <laughs> questions. Because we love eating.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Why are Filipinos so religious, yet so superstitious at the same time? Mm. Okay. Like, contrast.
0: <laughs> no, I don't want to be disrespectful of anybody's religion. Huh? But, what? But if you can believe... In uh, a supreme being influencing things that are happening around you, then it should be easy for you to believe other beings <laughs> influencing events in your life. That's how I see it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a mix of that belief and of your own experiences. you really seen uh, otherworldly stuff. Ahem. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> not gonna go there. It's night. Nice. But I. I guess it kind of also begins with, since we Filipinos have been colonized so many times, uh-huh. we did have a mixture of um, different religions and different stories, legends, or um, traditions, sayings. It's kind of hard to draw the line of um, what really is the original beliefs that we have, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's because of that. And, I mean, there's really no harm done at all if you just don't go against the belief okay <laughs> yeah yeah it's that Sabi Nila and if you do that Sabi Nila uh, requirement
0: <laughs> this Silla believe, who were um, the first advice. influencers
1: yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I agree so follow <laughs> Sabi Nila whatever it is and yeah I think it's it's better to not really invite bad luck
0: I wouldn't really consider myself <laughs> religious Maybe that's the same reason why I cannot really say that I'm superstitious. What I do have oh. is anxiety. So I'm not really that superstitious. I'm just anxious that some things might turn out into something that I don't really like.
1: Mm, yeah, <laughs> agree. <Always> super- okay,
0: <laughs> next question. So, are you a Rizal or a Bonifacio? Now, the reason why I ask this is because a lot of people would compare the two. I have my own answer to this question, but I would like to hear <laughs> yours.
1: Hmm. I'm sticking to the pen is my than sword. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sticking to that one. We did have college, a college class, I think. And there was also a question similar to this. Mm -hmm. But I still have at the back of my mind that saying. So for me, it's Rizal.
0: (laughs) In my case, uh, it would be Rizal. But I consider it as like, we cannot really compare the two. Because I see them as like two types of leadership. Mm -hmm. They're different from each other. Now, I would consider myself a result because I'm more a result. I mean, there's thought leadership and there are leaders who are really good at leading the front lines. I'm not a frontline person. I see myself mm-hmm. as more of a thought leader. So mm-hmm. I think I'm more of a result than a bonifacio, but I'm not saying that one You're is greater than the other. That. They're just yeah, different.
1: It's like they're in a completely opposite pose, but both are effective. Yeah. They both have their own ways, but at the end, it's... They do aim for the same set of goals, I think. So, stop the rivalry. Come on.
0: <laughs> I, I don't think they even saw each other as rivals.
1: Yeah, I mean, at some point, they it's, were just pitched against each other. It's these people. Because we <laughs> okay. creating
0: stories. Okay. okay. Go on
1: yeah. with
0: your next question.
1: Okay, it's hard to choose. Oh, why is there still this... Provinciano stereotyping. Still.
0: Before we answer that question, Uh what do we consider as a Provinciano stereotype?
1: It's kind of hard for me to uh, describe it now because I've never really... Is it in the
0: way they look, the way they speak, the way they what? I don't know. Because if you're going to uh, use Filipino movies as reference, the stereotypes would be like well, those people who just came from the province, they would uh-huh. often um, go around with their, what do you call that, uh, suitcase. Uh, it's
1: a, it's a, yeah, it's like a suitcase made out of um, this kind of banig.
0: Yeah, no, the, the, the <laughs> term is tampipi.
1: Woven. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, that's what it's called. So they would often walk around with that on PP, And and then they'd probably be wearing a straw hat or Mm -hmm. brightly colored clothing because that's what they wear in significant events back in the province. But that's the stereotype that we'd find in movies. I don't know how the stereotype works now.
1: (laughs) No, no. I think the last instance that I heard about this was in the workplace where they jokingly used that term when someone went to the office wearing formal clothes and they tucked in their shirt,
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I was, I, I think I blinked a lot of times and asked Should why.
0: you consider no, no, that no, person no. provinciano or just bad No,
1: no, no, no. It's 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 okay. Let me, let me <laughs> add on that one. It's not just tucked in. The waist of the pants was really high. <laughs> Kind of looked odd. More so old I fashioned. But anyway,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Although, yeah, so I, like I can
0: somehow relate it because the... um, if you're going to, well, for those who are not familiar with how the Philippines work, <laughs> um, it takes time <laughs> for the trend to um, travel or be known to far flung areas. So, yeah. from, from the music to um, sense of style, um, it changes. So, the mm-hmm. further you get, uh, the more you'd encounter people wearing old-fashioned clothing mm-hmm. or an old people with an older sense of style. Mm-hmm. So, so, I
1: guess that's where yeah. stereotyping comes from. If you see someone sort of out of place or sort of outdated or someone who, when you look at that person, um, looks around him and um, has a sort of um, shock look on his face. I don't know <laughs> when exposed to the big city. I think that's it. But I mean, I wouldn't really. I don't really want to <laughs> encounter that phrase anymore, or or, or rather that that term, because it's. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm kind of jealous of them <laughs> because since we're sorry, guys, we're in quarantine, so I think um, they would really have the nature around them. It would be really relaxing. It's like. They're the freest, I guess, so. I would like um, to
0: think that there's less of that kind of stereotyping nowadays because while I would say that not all of the parts of the Philippines are perfectly civilized, uh, I think more and more people are getting acquainted to technology and more and more businesses, private or publicly owned businesses are exerting effort to reach out to those areas that before were not reachable by technology. I I think the only thing uh, that you would notice when it comes to dealing with people from the city versus people from the province would be the way they, how receptive they are to things or their opinions in certain matters because of course, City dwellers would be more open to certain ideas, and uh, the those who were from the provinces. I don't want to generalize, but I think just to do, to to illustrate the point, um, from time to time you would encounter people who are not okay with certain things that are already pretty much pretty common in in the city, being old-fashioned in the way they
1: approach
0: approach things. Yeah.
1: Mm Yeah, I think it's also because of their environment, because city dwellers would have to constantly adjust with um, every situation that they encounter. (laughs) Just in the city, everything is so fast. But in the province, it's like in still life. Laid back. (laughs) Laid back.
0: I grew up in the province, by the way. I spent a little over a third of my life (laughs) in the province. And those were good years.
1: You know what? I I do really appreciate uh, when I was a kid. I think it's every summer we would go to our province or my parents. And what I really look forward to is not just the beaches, but the long, long stretch of uh, rice fields on both sides of the road. I mean, I think I remember my phone got (laughs) no memory issues because I took a lot of photos of the same green Mm -hmm. (laughs) fields (laughs) at one time so it's it's relaxing it's yeah so no i don't want the provincial term to really stick and be stereotyped at all it's more of something to be proud of. you
0: know why we still remember the term because we still have that tv show
1: (laughs) never ending still there. I mean, they are...
0: There's a good uh, chance that that TV show would last for at least two more decades.
1: (laughs) Uh It's a revived one, right? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, but they're um, putting a new twist on that term anyways. (laughs) So, Provinciano this time around has another side to it. It's not just what we discussed. It's also someone who's really strong, who's also really trying to adapt, and so on and so forth. On.
0: <laughs> okay. So, into my last question. <coughs> mm-hmm. My last question would be, why do Filipinos always try to beat the system?
1: Huh.
0: We are known huh. for doing that, by the way. Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: So, if I may give examples, there's this... Uh, um, office mate a previous office mate we were talking about um, her and her friends because they went to Japan and one of her friends found out a way to kind of cheat the system the train system in such a way that they could have like some sort of free ride I don't know I cannot perfectly remember but that's what they did it's and there's also another um, instance that I read from a book from one of my favorite writers, Jessica Zafra. She was in Rome, if I remember mm-hmm. it correctly. And then she met another Filipina who had been in Italy for like 19 years. And out of the blue, this woman asked or told her that she could really make good money out of basically illegally, <laughs> like or smuggling people into Italy and being part of an illegal recruitment scheme of some sort. So, there. Now, so. Okay. Those are just examples of how Filipinos, without really being pressured to do so, try to like beat the system. Why do we do that? And
1: rules. No, I mean, there's a huge difference between breaking the rules, doing something illegally, not knowing that you're doing something illegal, or bending the rules, or somehow if you found a loophole in the system.
0: Yeah, it's finding a loophole. It's beating the system.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think it it goes way back to <laughs> the time when we were colonized. It's a sort of defiance uh-huh. on the rules that were uh, we are set to follow, uh-huh. because so. Sort of, if you have a sort of self-righteous of disobedience, I would say, that's why you're bending the rules. It's it is easier for it's either for your own benefit or for the quote-unquote greater good. For the greater good? But I mean, at some point. (laughs) But that was before, right? Uh But now (laughs) there are rules that really are meant to be followed because they have been talked about, they have been discussed about, debated about, before it was passed as a rule. Uh Well, I mean, that was years ago. I don't know now if there's such a thing.
0: What I do remember, though, from studying Asian history, that was several years ago, and these are not my words, (laughs) but um, Asians, not just Filipinos, Asians be having a history of being, like what you said, colonized uh, or ruled by other countries. uh, Over time developed this cynicism. They are a bit cynical of people and since they have this long history of people basically taking advantage of them, mm-hmm. the, the first chance of taking advantage of things for your own self mm-hmm. is something that they jump on almost immediately. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for I think for some of us, eventually develop that response to situations. Like really if, we, right. if we can exploit this, we'll do it. <laughs> I don't personally do it because the number one question in mind that I have is if it's working, why would you try to cheat the system? It's supposed to bring order. It's supposed to, well, for most non malicious systems, it's supposed to make things fair for everybody. So why would you even tamper with it?
1: So there. Kinda of really depends on the rule. I mean it goes back again to the um self righteous thing. It depends on the rule. I mean there are I mean there are some rules that we really thought about, discussed about and if everyone agrees that this is the general consensus, this is the rule then fine. But if it's a rule that was passed without consulting everyone else, like it's just a rule because of some sort of
0: it just happened overnight.
1: ...leader that happened overnight and no one knows about it and then BAM, rule. Then anyone who finds any rules or loophole of some sort will jump onto that loophole. If <laughs> they weren't informed. Okay. <laughs> right. My last question is oh, why do they expect so much from Balik Bayan boxes? What is Balik Bayan box?
0: What is the Balik Bayan box anyway?
1: <laughs> hmm. Right. So Balik Bayan box are this box of goodies that are sent mm-hmm. from other countries to the Philippines. By
0: your OFW your relative.
1: FW. Yeah, that's correct. Or if the OFW comes home, you bring the Balik box with them. With because, you, Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, why?
0: <laughs> I think
1: <clears throat>
0: I'm going to do a step back and how Balik Bayan boxes started. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: I think it started because it was costly to regularly send stuff over from like wherever you are in the world, back to the mm-hmm. Philippines. So I would use would often store everything somewhere else and then send them in bulk. And that's mm-hmm. how you got your buy-in boxes. Now, having that in mind, believing that the person overseas has been keeping all these goodies Goodies. in a big box. (laughs) I think that's the reason why people expect a lot from link buying boxes. So it's like a treasure chest
1: sent uh (laughs)
0: from overseas.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the point. Uh, That's their point of view, it's a treasure chest. But from the point of view of the one, (laughs) Um, gathering all of the goodies in no. one side—it's not really just a treasure box. It's like blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> well, yes. Treasure box, yeah. <laughs> so why? Yeah,
0: so yeah I think that's the reason why they expect so much from it. Although that what? would be—I mean, being—I don't really know what to expect when you receive a black wine box. Of course, there will be stuff in the random stuff, really from no. mm-hmm. personal experience. Uh, I think it would be very upsetting to the sender if you're going to uh, respond or express that you are deeply underwhelmed by what's inside those
1: boxes. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it depends on the, um, how are you related to the person that to the person the box. I mean, if you are direct relative of that person, then yes, it's right for you to expect. But if uh-huh. you are a long-lost relative that just happens to be there, and you expect <laughs> even a bit of a thing inside that box, then why are you expecting that?
0: That's another thing. <laughs> um, a lot of people, non-relatives uh, even, would expect that there's something in there for them. <laughs>
1: It's like a different version of, oh, it's your birthday. Are you going to treat us? Hello. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and and the this this sender would be probably like, "That's not even for you. I expect anything from it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So just a reminder, guys, it's blood, sweat, and tears that is truly really reserved for the actual close relative yeah. if they have you in mind.
0: Just then accept it. I mean, even mm-hmm. let's say you're expecting something and you got underwhelmed. Well, you don't really, I don't think you earn <laughs> the right to really to go as far as telling the person that I was <laughs> deeply underwhelmed by what you received. You should have something should like this and that and whatever.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you should just be happy that they thought of you.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, sometimes you can't understand why people feel entitled.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: to get something precious out of it when they are simply waiting for it in the comfort of their yeah. house.
1: <laughs> exactly, that as well. This is a sacrifice for the person sending it in the first place. No. They could have used that for their own food there. I mean, to really enjoy if they stay there at some point. But yeah. So there,
0: I think that brings us to the end of the random questions and answering episode. And I think uh, it would be nice to have another um, episode like this where we're going to answer more questions, more random questions that are very Filipino. And so there, it would be nice to get new suggestions for new questions and we'll see you in the next podcast.